bum 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 it's bumtober just when you thought it was safe to go back on instagram we are here once more with a bracket for your eyes fear for your hearts bumtober wow here we are Live and in person mm-hmm. for the first time since last year's Bumtober. Oh my god! I believe. Yeah, probably so. Very exciting. Ex- ex- extremely exciting. Uh, broadcasting live from New York City, baby. And Wait, I'm uh, Wade. And I'm Emmett. <laughs> Thank you, Wade. How are you doing <laughs> this evening? I'm doing <laughs> quite good. It's one fifty in the afternoon, and uh-huh. um, I'm feeling good. How about you? I'm doing great. Excited um, about this bracket. Excited about the bracket. Excited about Bumtober. Yeah, just loving life. Very excited. Now, Emmett, if the listeners at home have never seen Bumtober, uh-huh. what would you tell them about the plot? Uh, and what I would tell you about the plot of Bumtober is that every October, mm-hmm. we create a bracket of 32 films to compete in each other in a March Madness style bracket for the best and whichever wins best will be the one which we do a series on later um, after we do the series that is coming up or the series that's coming up after that. I can't remember. But whatever we'll, we, whatever new series we will begin in the new year, it will mm-hmm. be the winner of this bracket. Yes, this will be the first new series of 2023. Mm-hmm. So Baz is about to start. Mm-hmm. I believe... It'll start the Tuesday after this comes out. Mm-hmm. And then we have one more series after Baz, which will start after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And that will take us through the new year. And then in the new year is when whatever wins will be. Yes. And the important thing about all of this is that this bracket is composed entirely of series submitted by our lovely listeners. Yes. Listener submitted bracket and you choose who comes through this. That is correct. So every single day of October on our Instagram account, which is at Cinema Bums, we will have uh, on our Instagram story a battle between two movie series. And everyone gets one vote per day. And whichever series wins that day moves on to the next round. Whichever series loses is erased forever and we could never talk about it we'll never we'll never (laughs) talk about those movies ever again just kidding because we talked about spider-man yeah which um didn't win last year yeah and that might be it but you know um last year our winner was taika waititi which Mm. we did at the beginning of this year yes How'd you feel about that one, Emma? Uh, That was great. That was the only one that was submitted by two listeners last year. Uh, Mm. And I think that was telling. And he went all the way, proving, honestly, that sometimes the crowd favorite can also be like a truly excellent um, or that our listeners have great taste. One of the two. True. I don't think we have any this year that were submitted by two people, but we do have several that were resubmitted. Oh, yes. By different people than submitted them last year. Mm -hmm. So that is interesting. And I will not spoil things, but I will say the series Indiana Jones basically occurs twice in this year's bracket. Ooh. So maybe that has a little bit of a leg up, too. That's interesting. But you know what? People are sad when the ones they want lose. I certainly have been sad about 
ones I want losing Fast and Furious losing to Shrek last year and yes. not gotten over it. Yeah. Um, but only one wins. Right. There's only one series that wins. Yes. So, you know. And we really want you to make your voice heard. This year, we are trying to make it a little bit more balanced. So we have broken this down into four uh, different categories so that in the final four, there will be, hopefully be one from each of the following categories. Directors, animated series, pre-2000s series, and post-2000s series. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited. So, yeah, as you said, the final four should be the winner, basically, of each of these regions. Mm -hmm. And then in those last days of October, uh, you'll vote on which one goes on from there. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. As we said, it's on our Instagram, which is at Cinemabums. Um, it'll probably be around 10 a.m., I would guess, every day mm-hmm. is when we'll announce the winner of yesterday's match and um, the new battle will start. Mm-hmm. Please do campaign yeah. for your favorites. Yeah, if you have one that you want to see, make it all the way. I think that there was a lot of campaigning with Taika last year, which is partly how he won. Yeah. Please do not make multiple accounts for one person. It's fine to make a burner account if you don't have an Instagram, but please do not make Fast and Furious Cinema Bums 1, Fast and Furious Cinema Bums 2, and try and cheat the system that way. Yes. Those votes will be disqualified. Yeah. But uh, all legal votes will be counted. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Shall we begin, Emmett, reading out this year's matchup? Yes. Okay, so first up, in the category of directors, Okay. our first matchup, we have Wes Anderson versus Sofia Coppola. Yes, Wes Anderson, director of such films as? Moonrise Kingdom, uh-huh. uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, mm-hmm. Royal Tenenbaums, mm-hmm. the, uh, yes. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes, indeed. Uh, all right, Sofia Coppola. Uh-huh. Director of such films as? Uh, the Virgin Suicides, Lost in Translation, The Bling Ring, mm. and several others. Hmm. Someone we've wanted to, wanted to cover for a long time. So these are two sort of visually distinct, quirky adult directors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, making some adult dramas. Okay, next matchup. Well, I, I think we should present these as objectively as we can, and then we can do a little bit of stumping at the yeah, end yeah, if yeah. we want. Okay. That's my thought this year. Okay, speaking of New York directors, uh-huh. we have two in our next category. One is the incredible Spike Lee, mm-hmm. um, director of such films as Do the Right Thing, Black Klansman, Inside Man, 25th Hour, uh, going up against Nora Ephron, the writer and director, and we would indeed do all the movies she wrote, mm-hmm. including When Harry Met Sally. Mm-hmm. And all the ones she wrote and directed, including Sleepless in Seattle. What's the third one that I'm forgetting? The bookstore one. You've got mail. You've got mail. Yeah, yeah. And Mixed Nuts. Interesting. Um, Next up, we have matchup Amy Heckerling and Paul Verhoeven. Uh, These are certainly names that I was not familiar with before we had them submitted. And so they might not be the most familiar, but they're both kind of different sorts of genre-y directors from the 80s to present, yes. right? Yes. Amy Heckerling uh, instilled a lot of the female gaze into some popular comedies, mm-hmm. the 80s and 90s, like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, uh, European Vacation and Clueless, mm-hmm. and Look Who's Talking. Oh, yeah. 
And Paul Verhoeven uh, has a lot of wild satire, exploitation genre movies, including RoboCop, Basic Instinct, Total Recall, and Showgirls. Fascinating. Truly. Our final matchup in directors. Christopher Nolan versus Steven Spielberg. Yes. Uh, Christopher Nolan, um, kind of twisty, visually intense, loud director um, of films such as uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Interstellar. Um, but also earlier films that were equally twisty, mm-hmm. but perhaps less like intense. Such as? What's the one am I thinking of? Following? The Prestige? Following? Uh, following? Prestige, Memento. Memento. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's got Batman a lot. Begins. Crazy, crazy stuff. And Steven Spielberg, of course, maybe the most popular director alive. Yeah. Um, director of Jaws, E.T., all of the Indiana Jones series, mm-hmm. two Jurassic Park movies, mm-hmm. which we have covered before, West Side Story, yeah. the upcoming The Fablemans, yeah. a huge career. Poltergeist. Uh, Schindler's List. Schindler's List, of course, of course. The Color Purple. Mm-hmm. Truly prolific Exciting stuff. Now, moving on to our animated region. Mm, mm-hmm. The first matchup. Well, actually, I don't know what order they're going to appear on your screens is. Right. We're not going to go down category to mix it up. But uh, the first matchup we will discuss of the animated series is between two venerable animation studios. Mm-hmm. First one, the Japanese studio, Studio Ghibli, uh, makers of Spirited Away. My Neighbor Totoro, uh, Kiki's Delivery Service, and secondly, Pixar, the American studio behind Toy Story, The Incredibles, Finding Nemo. Toy Story 3. Toy Story 4, Toy Story 2, Lightyear. (laughs) Have you seen Lightyear? I have not seen Lightyear, but I would... If we, if, if if you, dear listener, pick Pixar, I would in fact be contractually obliged to watch Lightyear. Um, so think about that. And a second person, which is Emmett, would have watched The Good Dinosaur. If Pixar wins beyond just beyond me, just Wade, the only person in the world to have seen The Good Dinosaur. That is correct. Okay, next up, a returning resubmitted series, mm. the Barbie films. Versus another resubmitted classic, the Land Before Time films. Land Before Time's favorites from my childhood, probably equally like strange, long-running children's musicals, similar vibe to the Barbie. Yes, and we will be covering, regardless of if it wins, Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie, Mm. live-action Barbie movie this summer. Because of the Greta Gerwig. Summer 2023. So if she won, we would have, I guess, a full year of Barbie leading up to that. Uh, and what yes. could be better than that what could possibly be better than us watching all 25 barbie animated films well certainly not these next two it's madagascar versus kung fu panda um i've never seen yeah. any kung fu panda films actually i haven't either uh, and i've only seen the first madagascar i want to say i have seen the second madagascar and i do believe that it's a perfect film so <laughs> So I um, will will tell you which right now which one I'm pulling for. 
But I would also be interested to watch Kung Fu Panda as I've never seen any of them either, but know they're wildly popular. Mm-hmm. And our final animated matchup is the Lego films versus the films of the claymation stop motion mm-hmm. series uh, studio Leica, mm-hmm. um, which include Paranorman, Coraline, Kubo and the Two mm-hmm. Strings. Yeah. And a couple more. You're a fan of those. I'm a big fan of the ones of those that I've seen for sure. Very distinct visual style. We would be doing the theatrically released Lego movies. Yes. Not all of the sort of direct to video. Yeah. But that is like still, that's still four, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lego Batman, Lego Ninjago, and the two Lego movies. Cool. Next up for, we've got our pre-2000 bracket. Uh, this is for long-running series that started pre-2000. So there may be films in these series that came out after, but yeah. they all had their their start well um, into the previous century. So starting with two of the longest running, we have James Bond versus Batman. Mm. Um, two incredibly venerable series. Two great examples of how storytelling changes over time. Mm-hmm. Really. Mm-hmm. Like the two longest running franchises we have, basically. Yeah. Um, Batman uh, starts back in the 30s, I think, Damn. with some film serials and live action. That's crazy. James Bond starts very shortly after the books begin in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. The films start coming out. Both of them, lots of different actors, mm-hmm. uh, lots of different vibes over time. Yes. Sort of a window into how action filmmaking changes mm-hmm. over the ages and like the fears of true like what the what the populace is like worried about yes flowers penguins ice bombs bombs <laughs> yes. of many different sorts and sizes <laughs> variations yeah. uma thurman yeah next we have two series beloved by moms the nation over Indiana Jones and A Star is Born. Yeah. Both two returning uh, champions from last year. I believe they both made it a couple rounds at least. A Star is Born is sort of the same thing that we were talking about with, um, you know, across the decades, yeah. many different versions. Absolutely. And Indiana Jones uh, leading up to Indiana Jones 5, James Mangold's film yeah. this year. Coming out very soon. For the romantic in all of us, although maybe perhaps in different ways. Um, to see the hunks. Yeah, to see the hunks. Yeah. Exactly. Next up, we've got the Alien series versus the Suspiria series, which is kind of its own weird little thing. The Suspiria is a film by the Italian director Dario Argento, um, who we have talked about briefly on this podcast before when we were discussing slasher films. Um, cause mm. the, his style of filmmaking was very influential on some of the movies that we've talked about since this is Suspiria and two other movies that he made in the seventies, right? Yes. It's a trilogy. And then also the Suspiria remake that happens a few years ago with Tilda Swinton. Yeah. Luca Guadagnino's, which I believe takes elements from all three of the trilogy. I've heard. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So that would be a really interesting stylized horror and then we've got the alien films which is also stylized horror horror in the style of science fiction but still at least the first one very much uh like a haunted house movie yes and i can't imagine that we would ever do all of ridley scott because there's so many yeah 
or all of James Cameron because I don't care. Yeah. So this would be a good way to talk about both of their careers. That's true. And we're still on a toss up and would be welcome to listener advice on whether we should be doing the whole alien series or the whole alien versus like include the the predator series and do the AVP crossover, which would make it much longer, but would also probably be an exciting maybe sort of romp. Maybe I'd, I'd be in, I'd be down for that. You know, who directed alien three, Emmett, whose debut film is alien three. Who? David Fincher. Ooh, what? Yeah. Oh, damn. Isn't that weird? That is weird. That is really weird. So that'd be a fun one to talk about, too. Yeah. I've had him on this list before. As Lots well. of great directors. Okay. And our final two in pre-2000 series, these are the two puppet-heavy series. We've got the horror series, The Evil Dead, and the horror series, The Muppets. <laughs> yeah. It's just classic, huge, broad performances mm-hmm. on both series. Very funny. Mm-hmm. Um both have lots of puppets and wacky special effects. Yeah. Both and series kind of the same movie every time. Yeah, kind of. The, exactly. A lot of like <laughs> relying on basically like, you know, this character. Watch, <laughs> watch him do the same thing again. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh-huh. uh, they're great. Both great. I love both of these. I really could not tell you which of these that I would pick if, mm. I, if you had to force me to choose between the two. Well, I watched Evil Dead 2 last year and thought it was exceptional. Really loved it. Yeah. Um, And there is an Evil Dead movie coming out in theaters, I believe, next year. So we probably get to talk about that as well. And I didn't know before watching them that Bruce Campbell is a Muppet. So, Oh, yeah. 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 Bruce Campbell, actual Muppet. (laughs) Yeah. The tagline for Alien vs. Predator was, whoever wins, we lose. (laughs) So that's That's sort of our stance on Bumtober, too. Oh, man. Um, and finally, the post-2000s bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, beginning with a technicality, Mission Impossible <laughs> versus Kingsman. Yes. Now, Mission Impossible, the first film was released in 1996 mm-hmm. based on a series from the 60s. However, the remaining five or six films have all been released post-2000, mm-hmm. as is the one coming out next year. So I love those movies, spy movies. hmm also tracking how action filmmaking changes over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the only way we'd get Emmett talking about Tom Cruise <laughs> on this podcast versus the Kingsmen, which I've, I only saw the first two, but I had a lot of fun with them. Mm-hmm. A new spy series. Yeah. Sort of a, like taking on James Bond sort of deal for the yeah. modern age. Matthew Vaughn uh, directed all of them, director of X-Men first class. Oh, yeah. One of our favorites. So, And then we next up, we've got Fast and the Furious um, up once again against a truly like frightening foe. It's the Spy Kids series. And yes, that does include Spy Kids 3D. And possibly Shark Boy and Lava Girl. We haven't decided yet. <laughs> now, Emmett, would we watch them in 3D with the plastic glasses? <laughs> I think if we covered Spy Kids 3D. Yes, absolutely. With the red and blue yeah, glasses. Yeah, yeah, I would buy some. Okay. I would send some to you. Listen, my fast heads, for the love of God, come out this year. You abandoned us to Shrek last year. Please, God, vote for the Fast and Furious. If Spy Kids makes it all the way. <laughs> Incredible. Incredible. Um, no, I, every, every single movie yeah. has an equal chance. Only... 
on Cinema Bumps are you getting the Spy Kids versus Nora Ephron battle you've always longed to see? Wow. Um, next up in the post 2000 bracket, we've mm-hmm. got you asked for it. Prepare to have your heart broken at home. <laughs> yeah, with serious. choice. Seriously. If you've ever been in high school, you, their chances are you resonate with one, if not both, of these films, which are also about high school and the trials and tribulations thereof. First one, Harry Potter. Second one, high school musical. You decide. You decide. And last, but certainly not least, uh, matchup uh-huh. between a kind of more in the more supernatural or spooky realm. Not sure. really. Peter Jackson's The Lord of the Rings versus The Conjuring series. Yeah. James Wan, right? Yes, yes. Uh, who I love. He created The Conjuring series and it is, I would say, probably the only successful cinematic universe other than Marvel wholly successful in that they have the Annabelle films, um, the Nun films, Uh a bunch of other spinoffs that all sort of tie in together. Interesting. Yes. And there's all sorts of interesting like real life stuff because it is based on these like real people. The main conjuring. Yeah. Like the main conjuring. So like that's kind of, that's a cool aspect of it too. We get to talk about that. Yeah. Um, kind of like the conspiracy theory, true crime side mm-hmm. of things, which we don't usually get to delve into. But you know, I've got the friggin' red string, <laughs> man. Versus the Lord of the Rings, which of course is a horror director. Yeah, getting a big check to direct classic fantasy series. Yeah, three beloved movies and three less <laughs> beloved movies. All of my three despised movies. And we do an, a whole episode about whether we're watching theatrical or extended cuts on that. So look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> look forward to us doing an entire episode for each movie's two discs of bonus content. <laughs> Our commentary on the commentary. Our commentary on the director's cut with commentary. Wow. Incredible. Wow. So there they are. 32, 32 series. Full of promise. Full of promise. We have done... All of that work to put that together. Now we we hand it over to you. Wash our hands of that. And you do the work and tell us, you know, which one we're supposed to be talking about later. Yeah. And and thank you, listeners at home, for submitting all of these. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, our apologies to the many of you who submitted in single movies. Yes. We have heard those. We have written those down. Yeah. A bit overblown, I think, to do a month-long countdown to a single movie episode. Yes. But... We have heard those. That's the best I can say. I, I will also say the final four from last year, we didn't want to include any of those in this year's bracket. Yeah. Just for virtue of, you know, the runner up of last year winning this year and then the runner up of this year winning next year. Exactly. Want to keep things a little more unpredictable. But as I said, we have noted the interest in all of those. With a single film thing like that, it is interesting, but it's like, it's not exactly what we're yeah doing yeah yeah, like that's not like we are trying to track storytelling over time Mm -hmm. although you know uh (laughs) but yeah so it is it is interesting love to talk about holes would love to talk about little miss sunshine aquamarine Aquamarine. another popular one would love to talk about any of those but just come over and hang out and watch it true and maybe if we have a week to fill somewhere we yeah. could do a one-off, but we're not going to include it. Yeah. So looking at this list, Emmett, I mean, 
as two people who do not have a say in when it gets chosen, uh-huh. what would you want to win? What would you be most excited about covering? Well, I would be super excited to cover Suspiria, mm-hmm. Laika. Two very visually distinct yeah. series. Yeah, that and I don't know. And directors, like, I'd be happy to cover any of them. None of them is, like, jumping out to me to be like, yes, that's the one that we have to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Those are the two that are that uh, occur to me. How about you? I mean, honestly, most of them I would be interested in. Yeah. I am not wild about it, but I know that people are really big on Harry Potter still. So mm-hmm. covering all of Pixar would be interesting. There are sort of periods of Pixar films that I'm really into. Yes. And then sort of periods where I don't really care as much. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I am really excited about a lot of these directors in particular. I love Spielberg. He doesn't need me <laughs> to stump for him. Sofia Coppola, someone I've thought about doing for a long time, covering on the podcast. And Spike Lee, I love. He's a big guy for me. Yeah. And I would be really excited to talk about yeah. his movies. I'm sure that some people might say we're not the best people to cover all of Spike's filmography, mm. which I do hear. I'm sure there's some some nuance in them that might be a little lost on us. Yes. But I think that more white film nerds should be talking about Spike Lee's filmography. That's I a good think, point. Yeah. I think maybe because of that, he is sometimes not given the respect he deserves in Interesting film things. circles for the long running career he's had. Yeah. So I'd love to talk about his stuff. Yeah. But in general, I'm excited to see what rises to the top. I don't think I would have predicted any of the final four except Airbud last year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I certainly did not see Taika having yeah, this taking, hold on the culture. it all yeah that that was incredible i mean he it was really it's been his year for like three years now so good for him true well i mean we've done it in 30 minutes i can't believe it that's really pretty impressive 29 minutes on the top wow okay well let's not spend any more time on it then uh, uh starting tomorrow october 1st october on 1st. our instagram account at cinema bums we can't wait to see what you guys pick yeah yeah, now let the games begin. Stay frosty. Cinema Bums is a production of DKG Podcasts. It is created and produced by Emma Temple and me, Wade Lawrence Holloman. I also edit and mix the podcast. Our theme music is by Zane Holloman, who you can find on Bandcamp, and our show art is by Autumn Beckner. Our social media is managed by Laura Bennett. If you like what you hear, please tell all your friends and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, the two best ways to spread the word about our work. You can also follow us on Instagram at cinemabums or email us at cinemabumspod at gmail.com. Don't flake on us. We'll be back next week 